What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Mind Muscle Experience. My name is Tyler Egan. I'm a certified personal trainer, and I will be your host. In a world instilled with fear, human beings now believe that the human body is inherently flawed. Many believe it can't fight off things like viruses, joint pain, excess weight, anxiety, and many other issues that come with the modern day world. It's my goal to bring you the information to help you maximize your potential in your fitness, with your nutrition, and to show you just how amazing the human body truly is. I will also be bringing you everyday people from all different aspects of life where we will sit down, they'll share their journey, experience, and knowledge and they will tell us just how much taking control of their health and fitness has changed their life. And welcome back, my friends. Welcome back to the My Muscle Experience, where I am going to help you learn some shit to ultimately help you guys realize the human body's fucking awesome. It's absolutely incredible. Um, we are capable of so much and, uh, it's so lost on the world today. It really is. So today we're going to be getting into that fucking dome piece of yours. We are going to be talking about the brain a little bit. And, um, the topic of today is neuroplasticity. What is it? Well, we're going to go really deep into it and, uh, a bunch of other stuff, but in the simplest terms, it means the brain's plastic. It's moldable. We can fucking change this thing. Isn't that awesome? I think it's pretty cool. I'm gonna hold on. Hold your hold the telly. Alright, so uh doing a YouTube video today and I didn't realize that my my camera or well my cell phone really is crooked. So I had to fix that. Okay, so yeah, we're talking about neuroplasticity today. Um, before we get started on all this stuff, guys, uh, this this one's going to be on YouTube. So if you want to watch that, um, go over there and check it out. I will, assuming I have the video up before the podcast episode, I will link it in the show notes. We'd rather go do that. If you guys like um, the YouTube videos better, I will start to make it more of a priority to do them. But uh, I just kind of do them when I know I have the time to because they are a bit more time consuming. But if people want them, I'm all for it. Um, another thing, if you guys take anything from these episodes, whether it be an interview episode or uh, an informational episode, please leave a rate and review on iTunes. Um, that stuff really goes a long way. And I know that there's people out there that have been listening and haven't. And uh, I mean, look, realistically, you don't have to, but it really does help me in the algorithms. If you think I'm doing a good job, of course, please do it because uh, it really does help me grow the show and uh, share it with your friends too. Um, there's not much else I can do to grow the show without your help, realistically. So uh, share it, leave rates and reviews, tell your friends. It really does go a long way. And I really want to help people realize their fucking potential because guys, every single human being has insane amount of potential in them. And today's episode is kind of going to give you some insight into that. Also be on the lookout. I'm going to be doing another, I'm going to, I have another interview episode coming up this weekend. So I'm recording this on Friday. This will probably be up on Saturday or Sunday, and on this Sunday, I'm going to be doing the episode, probably going to be posting it sometime next week. I'm, ex- I'm really excited about this one, so be on the lookout for that. Um, I think that's it. I'm going to waste these next 10 seconds here because, you know, you know, you know what it is, America, America, Mer- hold on, three, two, America, one, 
please rise. This thing's dirty. But she's beautiful. Tell me this country isn't great. I can't hear you. And that's intentional because it's the greatest country in the world. All right, guys. So let's get into today's episode. Um, all right. So like I said, the topic is going to be neuroplasticity. And in the simplest terms, the brain is literally plastic. It's moldable. We can change it. Um, why we're going to talk about, sorry, take a back, step back. We're going to talk about why it's important to understand. Well, first off, we're going to talk about what it is in more depth. Why it's important to understand how do we learn because the two go hand in hand um what it what makes us us and this is all going to make more sense i promise because these questions do kind of seem all over the place how do we unlearn and what helps us increase our neuroplasticity okay so neuroplasticity basically in a little bit more fancy terms is it highlights our ability to learn henceforth why we're going to talk about why how, how do we learn later excuse me, it highlights our ability to learn and the ability to create new neural networks in the brain so that we can change. All right, so simply put, you can change your brain or you, and it's all gonna make sense, I promise, but you can change your brain or you can change you. You can change who you are. You can do it. I believe in you. Um, Our brain is very, very versatile. And the structure can change throughout our lives, henceforth the plasticity in neuroplasticity. It is basically plastic. I mean, I don't know if it's actually, I'm pretty sure our brain's like 80% fat. So I don't know if it's like quite literally like the plastic that is so overused in the world today, like this shit. Um, But it's moldable, basically. And these changes can happen from the environment, our like the things around us, our behaviors, our thinking, our emotions. But remember, it demonstrates, it highlights, it highlights our ability to learn, learn, keyword there. Let's remember learn, keep that in the back of your brain. All right, so why is this important? Why is it important to understand what neuroplasticity is? I can't tell you how many people in my life have I've come across who say, well, They'll, they'll, they'll tell me something about themselves. And I'm like, well, why is that? And they're like, I don't, it's just how I am. It's just who I am. It's just what I am. Huh. Okay. Do you like it? Like, if you don't like something about yourself, wouldn't you want to change it? And the problem I see is so many people, I mean, I don't know for sure, but it seems like when you, when you, 
say that it just is what it is, it seems very uncertain that you even like it. So if you don't like something about it yourself, why not change it? And this is the actual proof that we can. The neuroplasticity is the ability to mold and change your mind, your brain, the way we learn, who you are, okay? That's why it's important. If there's something you don't like about yourself, you can change it. All right, so when I was doing the research, I came across this quote from Psychology Today. Uh, everything, all the information that I've gathered from this will be in the show notes. Um, if you guys want to read more, because I think this stuff is fucking cool, man. The brain's so cool. Okay, so Psychology Today says, and I quote, the importance cannot be overstated. It's possible to change dysfunctional patterns of thinking and behaving and to learn again key word remember that to learn new mindsets memories skills and abilities you can change so much about yourself you can learn all new things okay so now you remember that key word i said right learn how do we learn so before i get deep into that there's a couple things i want to go over there's two basic principles behind neuroplasticity. There is neurons that fire together, wire together. And then the second one is if you don't use it, you lose it. And they both will make sense. They'll come back, I promise. Everything's going to tie back together. So we have neurons, right? I said neurons that fire together, wire together. Neurons are specialized cells that transmit information throughout our body. Um, they release chemicals known as neurotransmitters. Some neurotransmitters that are common are uh, like dopamine, um, serotonin, nitric oxide. There's a bunch. There's a bunch. Um, but neurons release these chemicals known as neurotransmitters into synapses. Now, keep synapses in the back of your head too. And I think it's a pretty cool word, so it's easy to remember. Uh, synapses are structures that allow neurons to pass signals. And when we gather new information, these neurons again, fire together and wire together. Our brain is basically like a computer program. It, 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 it really does function that way. And I'm starting to think that the reason that technology is advancing so much is because we understand more about the human brain. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so when these neurons fire together and wire together, they create neural networks. Neural networks are gangs of neurons that connect and transmit information via these synapses. Okay, remember, synapses again so so far we're going to learn we're going to remember what learning is or just keep that word in the back of your head because it's going to be important and then um synapses so, so again synapses are structures that allow neurons to pass signals all right and the way this all kind of works is so neurons attach through these branch-like construct constructs called dendrites they're not that important i just kind of wanted to throw that word out there and these dendrites connect via the synapses and remember again the synapses is how the information travels so when you learn something the information travels and we form these things called synaptic connections keep that on the back of your mind it's all going to come back i promise because i am throwing a fuck ton of information at you okay so in the brain, there's a bunch of different parts, and there's so many different parts that I actually don't know most of them. But the big one, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, I think it's 40% of like the, the size of our brain. It's the big walnut shape at the top. It's our neocortex. Our neocortex is 76, 76% of the total, our total brain volume, 76 fucking percent. That's a lot. As a, the majority, if, if it's 40% of the size, 76% of the brain volume, that's insane. I, I'm not even going to do the math on that because that's just fucking crazy to me. 
So our neocortex is our thinking brain. It is our conscious awareness. So to, to put this in simpler terms, if you're listening or watching and you're really paying attention to me right now, you are probably paying attention to me with your neocortex. Um, but that's just assuming you're actually into it. Maybe I'm making this interesting. If you're, if you're watching me, you can see me like kind of jiggle a little bit, get my groove on type of thing. I'm not intentionally dancing, but it just kind of looks that way. Maybe I should make a dance move called the mind muscle dance. These are the things. These are the things. Okay, so our neocortex gathers information. All right, and when we learn, learn there it is again. When we learn new things, we create synaptic connections. There's the synaptic connection part again, and the synapsis, and then I said synaptic connection. So learning is creating new synaptic connections. So when you read, so let's just say the one thing you learn from this episode is that 76% of our total brain volume is our neocortex. You just formed a, a, a new um, synaptic connection. And if learning is forming new synaptic connections, then remembering is maintaining those synaptic connections. So if you remember that 76% of total, the total brain volume is our neocortex, and you go and tell somebody at work tomorrow, and then three days from now you tell somebody else, and then a week later you tell your family when you're at their house, and then two weeks from now you go and visit your girlfriend and you find out that um, she didn't know that either, so you tell her. And then a month from now you tell some guy named Billy that you met at um, Wawa. Um, you are maintaining that synaptic connection, that one thing that you actually took from this episode. So again, our neocortex gathers information. When we gather information, we learn new things. Learning is creating new synaptic connections. And then if learning is creating new synaptic connections, then remembering those what we learned is maintaining those synaptic connections. The synaptic connections are what form in our brain when we learn new information. So when you take something in, a synaptic connection is happening up here. So again, remembering is maintaining those synaptic connections. If we, hold on. Okay, so I did, I said all that, right? And remember, principle number one, neurons that fire together, wire together. Okay, so if you wanna constantly remember, or if you wanna constantly, uh, if you wanna keep that in your brain, if you wanna retain that information, you have to maintain those neurons that fired together that created the synaptic connection which allowed you to learn you have to constantly maintain that all right so why is all this important because principle number two if you don't use it you lose it so if you pick up that 76 percent of the total brain volume is in our neocortex but you don't tell anybody and you don't recall it and you don't listen to this episode again then that synaptic, con synaptic connection is going to fall apart, basically. And this process is called synaptic pruning. Synaptic, pr <laughs> synaptic pruning is the process by which we lose synaptic connections. We lose those synaptic connections, the things that allowed us to learn in the first place. Or, well, they are learning. That is learning. Synaptic connections are, is, are, is. I suck at the own, are my own language. Synaptic connections are learning. So if you don't remember, maintain those synaptic connections, i.e. learning, then those connections will prune apart. 
So you have to constantly work at something or constantly learn something or constantly listen or whatever the case may be. You have to maintain those synaptic connections, the things you've learned in order for those connections to stay in your brain. Okay? So this can be good and bad, the synaptic, the process by... I was doing so good and now I can't talk. Uh, Synaptic pruning can be good and it can be bad. So it can be good because when when synaptic pruning occurs, it can increase the effectiveness of common neural networks. So if you like everything about yourself, if you like everything you learned in your life, then synaptic pruning, synaptic pruning re... What's the word I'm looking for here? Reassures everything that you've already learned. Okay, and uh, it, it will re- it'll reassure all the neural networks in your brain already. Now it's bad because if you don't like things about yourself, if you don't like the things you've learned, if you want to learn new things, um, then you'll just end up staying the same because you're not constantly remember the, remembering those things, right? So we're we're talking all about all this stuff because we're we're in the business here of bettering ourselves. We want to understand how we can take our fitness, our nutrition, our mindset, our life to the next level. So why is all that relevant? Why is it relevant to understand how we learn and stuff like that? Because, well, again, our brain is plastic. It's moldable. If there's something you don't like about yourself, you can change it. You can cultivate. You can learn, create those synaptic connections, better habits, thoughts, and emotions. But how? Why? What? How does that make sense? How does it make sense? I just think this way. What do you mean? Okay, so let's break this down. What makes you you? If we're going to change you, what makes you you? What makes me me? I, I thought that... So when I say do-do, I immediately get like immature, so I was kind of hoping there was something in there so I could laugh. All right. What makes you you? Um, I guess this could be subjective, but... To me, what makes you you, or what makes me me, what makes us us is our personality. Okay, so what's our personality? Well, our personality is a set of behaviors and emotional patterns that stem from a biological or environmental factors. So it happens, our personality forms from what happens inside of us and outside of us. Said a different way, it is a distinctive way of thinking feeling and behaving now if you guys remember i'm gonna backtrack here i talked there's two episodes where i discussed habits i'll link both of them in the show notes if you guys want to listen to them fitness is literally all about cultivating better habits you know you you create the habit of going to the gym and taking care of yourself you you get into the habit of cooking better foods um you know doing mobility working on your mindset maybe meditating uh, doing some mobility work not watching netflix for seven hours on a saturday afternoon you know you cultivate better habits so if our personalities is a distinctive way of thinking feeling and behaving and behaving um leads to or behaving and habits kind of go hand in hand because habits are unconscious behaviors then we need to start at the beginning so every well a behavior is an action right so every, every behavior, everything we do starts with a thought, whether you realize it or not. Because remember, habits are unconscious behaviors that we don't even recognize. They just kind of happen. We do them because they're so natural to us. And if everything starts with a thought, hear me out here for a second. A thought 
leads to a feeling, which leads to an emotion, or the same thing, really. A thought leads to a feeling or an emotion, and that feeling or emotion leads to a behavior or an action, right? So we know in order to see long-term results in the gym with our nutrition, mobility, all that stuff, we need to change and cultivate better habits. And we've learned over the course of our lives how to think, feel, and act in a certain way that makes us us, our personality, right? Because our personality, again, is a distinctive way of thinking, feeling, and behaving. And these things don't just happen. We learn how to think, feel, and act based off of our biological and environmental factors. So it creates those synaptic connections in our brain. And because we constantly do the same thing over again, over and over again, and it just is who we are now, we maintain those synaptic connections. We maintain the things we've learned about ourselves. So if you want to begin to change that, you got to start with the thought. Because remember, remembering those thoughts, feelings, and actions is something we've learned. And learning is maintaining those synaptic, or no, I'm sorry, learning is forming those synaptic connections and remembering is maintaining them. And we maintain them over the course of our lives because our thoughts lead to the same feelings. And I hope you guys are staying with me here because I know this can be a little confusing. Our thoughts lead the same feelings, which leads to the same actions, which forms synaptic connections. And we reinforce them all the time because we do them over and over again and over and over again. So how do we undo all that? Well, that's the question, right? Well, we got to create new synaptic connections. You need to learn new things. You need to try new things. You need to not be you if you want to change you if you don't like you it's not a bad thing i mean everyone's like oh you need to love yourself you do but make sure you actually love yourself because if you don't love yourself how can you love anybody else you know what i mean so if there are things you don't like about yourself you don't have to settle for them begin to change you start with the thoughts that led to the emotion that led to the action okay because remember learning new information is forming those synaptic connections. And if we don't maintain them, they prune apart, i.e. synaptic pruning. And if you remember that second principle, if you don't use it, you lose it. So if you begin to slowly change your mindset, if you begin to deal with the thought that led to the emotion that led to the action, you can begin to change your personality and change the person you are. You can change your habits. You can become whoever you want. That's, that's the biggest thing here. All right, because synaptic connections can prune apart if we don't use them. So if you don't use the things you learned and you start to change things about yourself, it'll prune apart and you can blossom into a new person. So how can we increase neuroplasticity? How can we increase the fact that our brain's just plastic and can just fucking mold apart? There's a bunch of different things you can do. Let's start with numero uno, my friends. Reduce your goddamn stress. You got to reduce your stress. When we are in, when we are stressed out, when we are in those survival emotions, our brain goes to like the worst case scenario because those survival emotions were used back in the day to keep us the fuck alive. And today, we are in these stressed out or hyper aware senses of being, and. It's not because we're being hunted by a lion or chased by a bunch of rhinos. It's because our coworker might be talking shit on us. So 
those survival emotions or instincts are meant to keep us alive. They go to the worst case scenario. So if you're stressed out all the time, then you're probably going to walk through life thinking everybody's out to get you. So you need to reduce your stress first off so your brain can start to function properly. You're not like thinking the world's going to kill you. Okay? And part of this is going to be getting real, real, real uncomfortable, guys. You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable because let me tell you, when you, we get so used to being stressed out of the time that our body gets used to it. So now you have to get uncomfortable. I'm sorry. You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable because you are not going to like the fact that you aren't constantly stressing yourself out over just whatever it is at work, at school, with your family, your friend, whatever it is. It's going to be uncomfortable because you're not used to it. You're so used to being stressed out all the time or angry or scared or, or whatever, whatever survival instinct that you have latched onto. So you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. It's going to get real uncomfortable. I promise you that much. But discomfort is how we grow. I've said this, I think I said this on the last episode, and I'm just like kind of smiling thinking about it because even talking about this makes me uncomfortable. You know why? Because here I am, certified in personal training. To me, that doesn't mean shit. And I'm talking about how the brain works, like I'm some kind of neuroscientist. Who the fuck am I to say any of this? Tyler fucking Egan, that's who. I don't have credentials. I don't give a fuck though either because I want to help you guys get better. So we got to get, we, we all do, myself included, we got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's like step one. Get used to that shit. It doesn't go away. You start to feel alive because of it. And here I am just like fucking cheesing about it. One of my favorite ways to do this is meditation. Um, there's a lot of science back behind meditation. I actually think I'm going to do a whole episode on it now because I want to learn more about the science behind meditation, but meditation is great because you can sit there and make yourself process what's going on in your head or get beyond yourself, get beyond those emotions. I mean, realistically, in psychology or psychiatrists, whatever, they want you to, to get to the root cause of it. But like, instead of getting to the root cause of it, I'm not saying suppress your emotions. I'm saying get beyond them. Wouldn't it be better... If you could replace being stressed out with just feeling love for the world. I'm not saying that you're always going to be that, but why not shorten that period between when you get stressed out and instead of letting it last for a week, why don't we reduce it and bring more love into it or happiness, joy, freedom. Freedom, baby. Why not have to replace those emotions with better ones? Learn new emotions. Replace those synaptic connections, the emotions you've learned to act on your entire life with new ones. Meditation is a great way to do it. You need to try new things. You need to learn new things. Reading, fucking read. It's good for your brain too, but read. You got to read. You got you to create new synaptic connections so the old ones can prune apart. Uh, reading has changed my life. It's kind of how I got into this rabbit hole I just went down. This is why I really hope it makes sense. I've read a bunch of books. I got a book right there that says Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, which really inspired me to do this episode in the first place. True story. I have books here on mobility and back mechanics and the anatomy trains of our body. Learn new things. Create new synaptic connections. Let the old ones print apart. Sleep. Fuck an A. 
uh, here I am. I'm such a hypocrite. Let me be honest with you guys. I'm working on two hours of sleep here, but like I actually feel amazing. It's so weird how it's been working out lately. But we're less productive when we lack sleep. So you need to sleep. I mean, when we go to the gym, we train hard. You know, we're we're effectively. Um, I don't want to use the word destroy, but we're we're effectively. <laughs> that sounds so bad. We're effectively tearing muscles, and we consume protein. We consume the right nutri consume the right nutrients so that they can rebuild and grow stronger and bigger. And if you don't sleep, if you don't rest, if you don't allow your body to recover, that never happens. So that's another reason why you want to do it. But it doesn't allow our brain to just kind of settle in in the same thing. All right, exercise. Ooh, look at that. Look how that all comes back around. Exercise is fantastic for the brain. And guys, uh, I will say it until I am blown in the face. Just please go for a fucking walk. Please, I'm begging you. It's so just going for a walk is so good for you. Like you don't need to kill yourself. Go for a walk. Get those limbs moving. Get that fucking booty firing. Move that ass. Just go for a walk. That's all you need to do. Um, when it comes to neuroplasticity and exercise and how it helps, aerobic exercise or more like cardio-related exercising is better because it increases BDNF. BDNF. Um, not to say that resistance training or anaerobic doesn't have its place because it absolutely does but aerobic exercise is way better and you can incorporate it too you, the two can go hand in hand so uh, aerobic exercise or like more cardio related exercising uh, increases bdnf what is bdnf though uh, bdnf is brain derived i really hope i say this right neurotrophic factor bdnf increases our production of new brain cells here we go it increases our synaptic connections boom learning and, and it preserves healthy brain tissue. So BDNF is huge. And if we can increase that through exercise and a couple other things I'm going to say in a minute here, it helps with neuroplasticity. The next one, omega-3s. Get your omega-3s in, my friends. This is why nutrition is so fucking important. Omega-3 fatty acids are good for brain health and heart health. We're not going to get into the heart health here because I don't really know it off the top of my head. And um, we're talking about the brain. So... The, the, the specific omega-3 is DHA. So we have ALA, DHA, and EPA. Now, I eat a plant-based diet. So on a plant-based diet, they always say you don't you can't get enough omega-3s. So there are sources of plant-based omega-3s. Um, walnuts, I think Brussels sprouts are actually a pretty good source, believe it or not. Uh, seeds like um, flaxseed, chia, hemp seeds. The problem with this is our bodies have a hard time converting ALA into DHA and EPA. So it's recommended that you, as a vegan or a plant-based dieter, whatever the fuck you want to call yourself, um, should supplement with an algae oil-based uh, DHA supplement. Now, please do your own research. Don't take my word for it. Do your own research. Um, now, if you if you're doing a plant-based diet, eat fish. Uh I think seafood in general um but i know mercury poisoning is a thing and i'm not saying this to scare people away from fish do whatever you want like i really don't give a shit but um i think wild caught salmon is like the move don't quote me on that because i don't know not my specialty omega-3s also increase bdnf and remember increases production of new brain cells synaptic connections and preserves healthy brain cells so Take that for what it is. If you want to increase your BDNF, which, in, excuse me, increases neuroplasticity, 
You better get your omega-3 fatty acids in. You better do it. You better do it. Last thing, fasting. Fasting has been shown to increase BDNF from anywhere from 50 to 400%. That's insane, guys. I mean, like just my own experiences with fasting, it's um, it's been actually kind of incredible. You can literally actually get beyond whatever your body is feeling because actually, think about it. So feelings are the language of the body and thoughts are the language of the brain. So if we can get beyond our feelings, then we can focus on what's going on in our brain. We can start to change ourselves more, right? And fasting is great for that because you're not worried about eating. You're not worried about, like, you should be drinking your water. But no one's ever really that concerned about that part. But you should fucking drink your water. Like I sw- I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I got to pee like a mother too. So drink your water, please. Uh, I'm, I'm literally begging you to drink more water. Um, fasting allows you because you're not focused on eating and all those other things you can focus on what's going on in your brain it really has people say that you know it's just uh it's just um skipping breakfast like whatever what think whatever you want i really don't care but for me it's helped with my cognitive thinking like crazy i i i work out fasted and like i can i feel like i can conquer the world and it really does allow me to get beyond myself like my feelings because i again Feelings are the language of the brain. But, so, hold on. I already fucked that up. Feelings are the language of the body. And thoughts are the language of the brain. So, take that for what it is, guys. And, you know, that's actually... I'm going to wrap it up there. We are going for 34 minutes here. I really hope you guys took some from this because it took me a long... Like, I actually recorded this yesterday and it fucking sucked. Like, I just... I messed everything up. So, I practiced and practiced and practiced. Because I really, really wanted to get this information across to you guys. Guys, the fact that our brain is moldable, it's plastic. The fact that there is a concept of neuroplasticity and we can change who we are is incredible. You do not have to be limited to whatever you think that you're limited to. You do not have to be confined by your own limited thoughts. Understand that your brain, my brain, our brains are plastic. They are moldable. You, you can change who you are and the things you don't like about yourself if you want to. If you want to become the best possible fucking version of yourself. But you got to start with those thoughts that lead to the emotions that tend to lead to your actions. You got to start learning new things and letting the old things go. All right, guys. Really hope you took something from this. If you actually listened to this whole thing, thank you. And honestly, let me know how the feedback is. Like, give me some feedback. Let me know if you are actually learning something from this. Like, if if I'm, I guess, teaching it in a manner that makes sense. If like, if if it kind of gets you excited, because like, I am so fucking pumped about this, and I really I want to excite people about how cool the body is. I want people to understand that like. Y- human beings have unlimited potential you just have to tap into it and and having this basic knowledge or making this basic knowledge is one way to do that so guys if 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 you learn anything from this if you have feedback for me if you have maybe something that may help me teach better or instruct or whatever works i'm drawing a blank on the best word right now please let me know if you guys taking from this if you learn anything from this please share it with a friend a family member anybody who you're just like yo this person could could use the fact to, they they could use this this information to understand that they don't have to settle for that bullshit job they keep complaining about. So guys, please share it with your friends. Leave a rate and review on iTunes if you're on there. If you're if you're not, another way you can help me with that: go on YouTube, like the video, leave a comment. Let me know how I can improve. Let me know what you want to hear about. Um, I don't know. Just be like, yo, you're hot. 
right on, bro. I don't care. Anything. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for checking out the show, and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.